Welcome to Time Played 3HR, a podcast about playing video games for three hours at a time. My name is Louis. And my name is Lockie, and this week we played three hours of Yakuza Zero. <laughs> nice. Hey, Louis. Oh, I hadn't actually breathed out in a while. Hi, Lucky. Hi. <laughs> Get it out. Uh, hello. Welcome. Hi. Uh, welcome, everyone else, to a, another gorgeous episode of Time Play 3HR. Yummy. Good to have you. Good to have you here. Yes. Good to have you here. Yeah, you know, I've, recently, I've recently dipped back into a radio show slash podcast uh, that I haven't listened to in years and years and years, and it's so good. Is it? Um. Yeah, and, and and it's it's such such a clean, well produced show that is so far away from where we stand and sit here. <laughs> how how, how, how do we play three HR? How do we emulate that? What do we need? To I, change? I don't think we have to. I don't think we have to change it. Uh, but if we were going to change it, it'd take a lot. What would be the <laughs> first thing? That much. What, what would be the first thing we would have to fix um, in order to be a proper show? This is a proper show, for one. Uh, To be a show like the show that I've been listening to, uh, well, for one, it would be much more scripted. Uh, Okay. um, Yeah, scripted, planned, produced, music, considered, much more time put into it in just sort of every way. Mm, mm. I'm not really willing to do any of that. No, I, I don't think we should. <laughs> I'm not saying we should <laughs> at all. Um, but no, that's just uh, came to my mind when I greeted the audience. You know, we're almost at 300 apps. To fuck me, this is so stupid, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. 300 apps. <laughs> we're at 273. Oh no, we're not. We're at 173, dude. No, we're at 273. <laughs> we're at 173. No, I, I, I was looking at something. <laughs> we're not near 300. We are. Um, I, you know what? That does sound a bit far-fetched. <laughs> we're at 173. I swear I remember I when saw we made 200. all those promises for our 100th episode? Oh. Don't listen to that because then you will hold us to those promises, which we oh, have yeah. in no way delivered on. Oh, yeah. Uh, I also number the covers. And oh, yeah, yeah. We're at 173. Why did I think it was 273? <laughs> you got me, though, for half a second, <laughs> even though I <laughs> I am very aware of where we're at. God, 173 is still ridiculous. <laughs> it's still ridiculous. <laughs> I don't think I could name 173 video games off the top of my head, no, honestly. No. It's wild. <laughs> and we've played three hours of 173. Hang on, let me swipe sideways into my calculator here. 173 times 3 equals at least 519 hours of gameplay divided by 24. 21 days. Mm. We've nearly spent a month playing three HR games. Mm. But look, the rewards speak for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I like, looked on the... Huge um, success, massive... <laughs> I got an email from Spotify being like, this is what... These were your stats from this year for, like, um, podcasters get their own, like, wrap-ups, I guess. Um, cool. Oh, that's cool. 
Uh, that stuff's um, great. Who said like stuff. how many hours we've recorded? Um, and it was some horrendous number, some sure. awful, awful number. Sure. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, uh, another great episode <laughs> here today. Yep. Um, this week, uh, we're talking about Yakuza Zero. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this was your suggestion. Yeah. Uh, I myself have never played any Yakuza games. Yep. Wild series. Um, crazy, crazy, crazy. It's, um, Yakuza Zero is a prequel to a, uh, long list of Yakuza games that have been going since PlayStation 2, um, and they've had sort of varied success in the West. Um, so I think sometimes, I think they've, all the mainline ones have come to the West sometimes, um, a year later, sometimes several years later, sometimes they're on much at the same time. And then in the last sort of four, three or four years, they've started sort of remaking some of the older ones as well as making this prequel um, from scratch. And it seems to have, fi- they seem to have finally broken into the Western market in like a way where uh, these games are spoken about a lot more than just like sort of cult niche I feel like people talk about Yakuza games now like a sort of a staple of, of, yeah, of, of sort of AAA quote unquote video games. Um, uh, so it's a really kind of wacky series and I haven't had that much experience with Yakuza either. Um, and I just, lots and lots of people over the years have been like, Yakuza is great, Yakuza is great. And then uh, Yakuza 0 seemed like a great, Jumping in point because it's literally a prequel. Um, sure. And so I bought it when it came out, a bit after it came out, not straight away. And then sort of played through it over the course of several months because it's quite a slow burn. Um, uh, and I think it's great. And I th- just curious what you thought of it, really. <clears throat> so I got you to play it. Yeah, makes sense. Um how long is this game, out of curiosity? I think... So, quite a lot of the value from Yakuza games comes from, like, the side quest stuff. Um, mm. And I think I... Because I wanted to just kind of see the story, I ended up skipping quite a lot of the side quest stuff, which I feel quite bad about. But I think it's, like, 50, 60 hours, maybe? Yeah, 31 main, 65 main plus extras. Yeah. 139 completionist. Yeah, according to howlongtobeat.com. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, what is it, actually? What What is Yakuza 0 specifically? Um, so it, it's a action-adventure game based around uh, Japan's mafia Yakuza scene. Um, and this one is set in Tokyo 1988. And, uh, yeah, that's that's essentially it. It's got a sort of pretty juicy story that is uh, kind of like a bit of a murder mystery at the start. I'm sure it goes in all other directions. Um, and, it, yeah, it sort of grips you in and you play the role of a young Yakuza lad who has been framed for a murder uh, and he leaves the Yakuza to try and clear his name 
as well as the name of his, uh, the man who brought him in, who he respects and loves. Yes. And while you're doing this, uh, there's a lot of punching and yes. fighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, the entirety of the gameplay is sort of <clears throat> fight combat. Mm-hmm. You know, you know I mean? it's, it's just sort of punching, kicking multiple enemies. Um, yeah, the combat's kind of nuts because it's kind of boring, but also kind of fun. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I th- yeah, I think this game is amazingly cool. I don't, I don't know where to start with this game particularly, uh, but the combat is something that. At first, I found very fun, but already after, like, four hours that I played, uh, especially when random people approach you in the street, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I've, <laughs> I've seen all these animations ages ago. Um, and there's a lot that you can unlock, so I hope that there's enough in that uh, development of upgrading your character and those, like, RPG elements that are in it to keep that stuff varied. Um so there are, um, I think, four different fight styles um, uh, that you get gradually throughout the video game. Um, I don't know if, if you manage to see more than one in three hours. Yep, couple. Uh, um, I don't think they really change that much. Um, eventually, you start playing as a second character. Okay. Um, in, uh, I think he's in Osaka. Um, oh, interesting. Um, you play as uh, Majima, who's like the sort of the sort of fan favorite eye patch guy. Um, he's very cool. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. So this is kind of their like coming of coming of age story for both of them. Um, and they're sort of both throughout the series, though Kiryu, the main, is is a lot more prominent because um, he's the main character. Majima. I think this is the first time you ever actually play as Majima. Um, yeah, I think I think I th- so. I, I mean, there is a lot to talk about with these games. I think they're they're pretty like all over the place tonally, mm. and I think that's what makes them quite exciting to to like discuss. Um, yeah, I, I think sorry to cut in, but I think talking about the fighting first uh, is totally not what we should really do because although it's kind it is, of the least interesting aspect. Yeah, exactly. It, it does make up a big part, so it is worth touching on. Um, but really. When talking about this game, the things I want to talk about are the vibe um, and, of course, like the ridiculousness that mm. is done pretty tastefully, <laughs> I think. Yeah. yeah. You know what I, I mean? That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you're right. They, 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 I think this Yakuza game, again, I haven't played the others, so I couldn't speak, but I assume it's the same throughout. Um, they do such an amazing job of trying to tell a pretty serious, like, uh, violent, aggressive sort of gang story set in in Japan, whilst also just being intensely goofy and taking the piss out of itself, and but also managing to feel coherent and sort of realistic in its way. Um, so I think I think the first time you come across this uh, in Yakuza <laughs> Zero is it's all been pretty serious. So this game has a pretty good setup, I think. Well, I think well, it's well, like I got I got to stop you already. Yeah, uh, because the first time you you see this is literally 
and maybe this isn't done that tastefully, but literally in the opening screen, the first thing you see, maybe even before Sega appears on screen, is a uh, you know a title screen come up that says "Real Yakuza use gamepads." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't use keyboard. Real Yakuza use gamepads. I mean, it's a good tip. So that, that's, that's the first time it, it teases that out. Yeah. Sorry, that's continue. True. That's true. So, so the game has like a pretty like interesting uh, setup. It's ba- the basic idea is, as you said, uh, Kiryu's framed for um, murder. He is beating this guy up um, for a loan shark to get some money out of him. And he's beating him up in this like abandoned, really small lot in uh, Kamurocho, which is like this fictionalized uh, district in Tokyo. Um, and uh, it's this really tiny little lot in between a bunch of like buildings um, that hasn't been developed. Anyway, he leaves them there sort of half beaten up on the floor and then he finds out on the news later that <laughs> that um, this this guy's been murdered and he gets in trouble because, you know, you're not supposed to kill people. Um, I don't know if you do that, but it's it's true. And um, so I kind of I kind of like that, like that, set up that eventually the game carries on that it's it's specifically about the lot that he was um murdered mm. in this becomes like a big point of contention it's this undeveloped plot of land that um several different yakuza families are sort of warring over um and it's quite it, i think it has a really strong level of like um political intrigue um and i love that it's based around real estate um it feels that feels very sort of realistic in a way. Um, anyway, so so he so he's like he goes to the bar with his friend, and up until this point, I would say everything's relatively serious. Um, and then his friend, his best buddy, is like, "Do you want to do some karaoke?" Uh, and you don't have a choice, and you do you start doing this karaoke, and it turns into a rhythm game. Um, speaking of, and uh, and you can pick from two songs, and I hope, Lockie, you picked. Uh, the second one, the slower paced one. I think I did, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he just, he just, he starts out. He has this like beautiful voice, and he starts, he starts like singing, and then, and then he starts. It's really hard to describe because I think what works so well here is like the animation. He's like, he starts really emoting. It turns into yeah. this like music video. It's very, um, it's very like JoJo's. If anyone's seen JoJo's, yeah, it's very drama. Um, it's very good. And and the game just does that like all the freaking time, and it never feels like it probably goes a little over the line a few times. Um, uh, but it, it's always it's always a good time, and it, and yeah. I think it manages to keep me engaged when sometimes the it, the game could be quite slow in points, so it manages to keep me sort of there. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, it's um, I think it's so hard to find that balance, and and not necessarily that one side of the scales for this balance is right or wrong but the balance of doing this sort of uh like just ridiculousness and goodness but not making it to the point where it's like saints row three yeah four you know what i mean because it definitely like dips it definitely more than dips its foot in like definitely wanders into that sort of stuff occasionally but without it being this game is about being silly. It's more like a serious game with um, tons of just dumb shit. Yeah, but I sprinkled think the, in. the difference with like Saints Row, and it's an interesting comparison, is like Saints Row's kind of just feels cynical about every joke it tells. It's like miserable in a way. It's like really, 
sort of snarky and like mm. almost like nihilistic about every single joke it has and it's and it's it can be funny at times but mostly it just kind of feels like edgy and like just, Bit I don't know, just yeah just sad whereas whereas <laughs> you know like whereas in yakuza it's I mean, like the thing is it's, it's often not that funny as well sure. whereas this is kind of like often quite funny <laughs> Yeah, and Yakuza, it's like, it just feels like there's, like, a lot of joy behind every one of these goofs. And I think it also actually does a lot to bring warmth to the characters that I guess technically aren't very nice people. But, like, Kiryu is, mm. is like, one yeah, of the most point. lovable dudes. He's a cool um, dude. He's a cool, cool dude. dude. But, he, but, like, this game, it starts up with him just beating up a guy <laughs> for money. Like, it's it's not, like... On on paper, he should not come across as a cool dude. But but at the same time, you're within the frame of mind that this guy is a yakuza. Uh huh. He, he is a gangster. We know he beats people up. We know he x y z's. Uh, and then it's like within that context, mm-hmm. he's a cool dude. Mm-hmm. You know, what else I think it is partially. I mean, this game is obviously set in Japan. Uh, the game is in Japanese and it's subtitled. Um, Thank the Lord. As, as default, yeah. Um, I think like some. I think the original like PS2 ones when they brought it to the, the West, they might have tried to dub it. <clears throat> I think these ones are dubbed as well. I think they have an option. Oh really? Wow. Yeah, because um, I was listening to a podcast of someone who was in it um, as one of the voice actors, and so unless they play an English speaking mm. character. I assume they play one of the characters, so as I assume it's dubbed. Oh, weird. I can't imagine. Yeah. Um, and I, I think a lot of that, like, silliness is pulled off well in the way that people love, uh, like, Takeshi's Castle or Ninja Warrior in Japan, but then, like, the American spin-offs of them <laughs> are god-awful. Yeah. You know, I, th- I think it is literally that, like... Yeah, yeah. The difference between a funny Japanese game show versus an American one, it's it's that sort of uh, that's I think been pretty translated, translated pretty cleanly across into the way that yeah this ridiculousness comes off. Yeah, whatever that, whatever that, whatever happens there, um, well, who knows really what that is? But but there's something there that that gets lost when you start <laughs> westernizing this stuff. Yeah. Um... You know, also loved a few things I loved about the karaoke. Is one thing that I loved is that it wasn't particularly easy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like it kind of was, but it also kind of wasn't. You it know, chucks it, you right in. It chucks you right in to the way you're like XX triangle XX square circle XX. Um, there's a bit of pace on it. Uh, also, later on, I uh, and I'm sure you'll have experienced this as someone who's played much more. Um, went to a karaoke house and did a song that was sung by a female. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they do for that is a female random character goes up and starts singing the song. But then on every input, uh, your character goes, woo, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like chucks in some backing vocals that like echo the main line. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm hoping there was enough time in the three hours for you to manage to do some stuff other than the main story, um, because this is like a sort of an open world game and it has a lot of side activities. 
Um, and some of the most fun I think in in this game is is going to like the weird arcades and the weird shops and the like the the discotheque and checking out all the goofy side activities, the baseball zone. Mm-hmm. Did you manage yeah. to do many of those things? I did. Uh, so I spent like three hours playing uh, strictly story, mm. uh, and then I spent about an hour after that walking around the streets, trying out all of the things that you mentioned. Nice. Um, yeah, some of them were quite tough. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I tell you, I did the the crane game as I sent you a screenshot. Yeah. Um, they have Sega arcades all over the place, and uh, they have those claw machines in there. And I, I did a two for one. I picked up two prizes with one claw. That's uh, very impressive. And uh, I was, I was, yeah, I was enjoying my time. I was enjoying my time. Um, this game also kind of hits like MGS4 in the fact that I was like, okay, I'm going to play for another 10 minutes. <laughs> and then there wasn't a save point for about an hour, yeah. <laughs> 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, and to the point where it was like half an hour of gameplay and like 35 minutes of cutscenes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of cutscenes. <laughs> Not not something I've experienced for quite a while. Yeah, it's having funny. that feeling of okay, I'm literally locked in <laughs> yeah, this and is don't it. don't have a choice to leave unless I want to abandon all of this stuff I've done. Yeah, you can only save by um, going to phone booths in the game. Otherwise, it loses the save. So it's um, yeah. it's a, that's an interesting choice for a modern video game. This game came out like two years ago, I think. So um, it's kind of wild, but there you go. Yeah. Um, other than that, I think the main thing to talk about with this game is vibe. Yes. Good vibe. Yes. I th- I Beautiful think the, done. I think the, this game looks incredible. It um, does. It looks great. Um, it's, yeah, so it's set like late 80s uh, Tokyo. So, and it sort of takes on this vibe of the excess of the 80s. So like literally when you punch guys, money just like falls out of them. Um, you make like... Um, millions of yen by doing a single fight <laughs> just from like beating people up um, and then the actual environment itself is like I love that mix of it's not particularly like um, high quality in terms of like the the models and the textures and stuff are already starting to show their age only after two years but just yeah, the, um, the amount of it makes up for it like times a billion Um so, like, if you're just walking down these streets and, like, the detail if, um, from, like, just all the shit on the walls and all the signs glowing at night and, like, all the air conditioning vents everywhere and the pipes and the cement and and the, the, the bicycles and the trash and this, all this stuff Everything. feels very... It's not, um, it's not a wall. It's a wall covered in, like, 50 posters uh, and, you know, stains. Yeah. And that's not just one wall, that's like every wall. Yeah, and it looks great. Or you'll go into like um you'll go into like a that equivalent of like a seven eleven and just like all the different food packages and just that, that kind of excruciating attention to detail, um, but obviously the limitation of what you're doing because of that, and so everything's kind of a little bit simpler to look at, but so detailed Who in cares? another way. Yeah, it looks great. Who cares though? 
uh, and also I mean just like the direction that they've put towards it especially in terms of like color and lighting mm-hmm. it's great and then that's maybe not even that hard to do when it's basically just a crowded street full of neon because that will always look pretty good mm. um, but it does look good and I mean then neon signs look great who doesn't love huge uh, impressive moving neon flashing signs yeah they look amazing. I mean, even for me, like even when it's like midday, I think they capture that like flat, um, flat gray city mm-hmm. um, vibe so well. Um, yeah, it looks so it well, looks that's, really good. Yeah, ex- exactly. That's one of the nice things is that you get to go through this uh, space in the day and the night. Mm-hmm. And when it is daytime, you're like, damn, this is really underwhelming, <laughs> uh, which is nice because those kind of places are underwhelming in day. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it's, you know, there's like blinking neon and it's the middle of the day and it's, you know, just about seeable. Yeah. <laughs> um. And all those stains on the walls and the trash sort of become more visible. And instead of everything being green and red and yellow from the lights, it's all just the Flat, uh, yeah the the gray of the stone. Um, one of the really cool things, which I guess I can't speak that much to about because I haven't really played any of the other games, but from my understanding is that basically all of the mainline games take place in Camarillo, so they're using the same uh, same map basically. Oh, that's so cool. Each game, and then it changes depending on the scenario, so maybe they'll add a few different buildings. So, like, you can literally go through those games and watch the progression of this map over time. That's um, cool. So, like, the, so from my understanding, and I might be wrong, but the empty lot that this game sort of revolves around the story, that eventually um, becomes this very important, like, skyscraper um, that uh, is in the later games. Okay. Which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. It's it's a nice idea. Yeah. Uh, and they, like, they like pump these games out. <laughs> By the way, for someone that doesn't know, like, not only are they, they've had, they're now on Yakuza 7 um, since PS2, but they've also had several offshoots, including, like, weird third-person shooters, one set in, like, feudal Japan, um, lots of different random ones, um, like, almost every year, it seems like. Um, and then... I think last year they um, released another game set in Kamurocho, the same district, but with a entirely... It's not a Yakuza game. It's called Judgment. I want to play that, but I haven't um, got around to it. Mm. But it's the same map, basically, but different characters. Cool. It's kind of neat. It's just like this. they're like creating this world that like you could just yeah move characters in and out of and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I mean, it becomes a character itself, doesn't it? Lucky, you've hit the nail on the head there, bud. Yeah. Um, Cool. It's a cool game. It is. Uh, (laughs) The way the... It's kind of like WoW in a way, actually, in this game, in um, the way that they have a million different levels of (laughs) cutscenes. Or, you know, I like a million games do this, but we were talking about it recently in WoW. Yeah. Um, from, you know, very, well, semi-polished cutscenes to uh, the characters sort of just swaying about, standing still without their mouths moving, but still yeah. hearing the audio. Yeah. That one's quite bespoke, I feel like, to this game. Like, I, I don't feel like I see that very often. They, like... They're it's because it's weird. It is because it looks weird. really weird. Um, Especially when you're not ready for it. Yeah. Um, 
they first show you, they show the main character talking to a man in a car. Uh, and it's showing the man in the car. And you hear the voice and you see the man. So you assume it's you talking. And then it swaps to you. And you're <laughs> not talking. And it's only then when I was, I was like, wait, hang on. Who's, who's speaking? Um, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, they're weird. They're like... Um... These sort of dioramas and like both the characters like frozen in place, but the background's still moving and it's still in 3D. But like your the characters like sort of eyebrows will sort of emote a little and like that some of the muscles in their face will twitch a little, um, mm. but they're not actually like lip synced or anything. Um, yeah, it's it's a funny decision, um, and it also it makes me. Um, I don't know if we talked about it when we talked about well, but it, I I. I it reminds me of when I was younger and I would like look forward to the juicy, expensive cutscenes, um, like the one, the one where it's all animated and you can tell the style slightly gotten, like the graphics have slightly improved because it's pre-rendered and, um, and like, you know, you know, because it's in a slightly glossier format that you're going to see like, like a cool fight scene or like just lo- way more movement than you're used to. And that kind of like gentle excitement of, being rewarded with a better cutscene. Mm. Nice bit of plot content or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I kind of like that Comedy. the combat upgrade system comes around from some old geezer coming <laughs> up to you and going, you should invest in yourself. <laughs> um, hey, that guy. He shows up throughout the game to teach you different moves and stuff. And he's just, he's like so bizarre. <laughs> um, that's weird because, I mean, I, I assumed he had become a pretty staple character. Uh, so to hear that he just keeps popping up. Yeah. <laughs> does. It's, it's very bizarre. Yeah. Very bizarre. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a compelling game. I, um... Might actually play some more, but that also means I should probably buy it. Yeah, um, I would definitely. I would like which to, I don't really want to do. I would like to replay it again now that I know more about it and sort of take, oh. take more of my time with it. It's not expensive. Yeah, it's pretty old at this point. It's getting on. It's only fifteen quid. Yeah, that's a good price. Yeah, it's not too bad. Um, and I would like to like play the newer ones and stuff and. Um, well, I think you can get seven for 50 quid. Yeah, I think that, like, just came out. Like a Dragon. Yeah, Kings that's the one with the new... They finally got rid of Kiryu. That's the new protagonist. Okay. Yeah. Become Ichiban Kasuga. Mm. Oh, I'm glad anyway. you liked it, bud. Yeah, I did like it. Um... Yeah, I I would like to play some more. Mm. So I might just do that. Mm. Uh, Do you want to know what you're playing next week? Well, I kind of already do. You do. I um, do you want to explain this, or it's not even worth explaining, is it? Um, I'm going to be playing a Dragon Ball Z game. Yeah, I don't think you specified if it was Z or not, Um, and. Uh, I had been planning to watch Dragon Ball Z for ages and I haven't got around to it. So there might be some mild spoilers, but it's fine. Yeah, I mean, the th- mm. 
It'll just be like, oh, he doesn't have a tail, right? <laughs> that's that's I, Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I mean, I, I can. I played this game so long ago that I don't remember exactly what it's about, but it'll sort of spoil. Oh God, it's a bit of a. It's pretty spoiler heavy. Uh huh. In the terms of, I think it's like a bit of a crap condensation of the game. But at the same time, if you're only playing three hours, maybe you won't even see much. Yeah. Maybe I can play it first uh, mm. in the next couple days. And then um, it'll Or we can just play it. It's fine. Let's just do it. It'll be fine. All right. Um, it's Dragon Ball Z Budokai 2. Okay. What's that on? Um, I played it on PlayStation 2 as a child. Nice. Uh, I have very fond memories of this game. But I believe it also came out on GameCube, if you want to run it on a bit of an easier emulator. Is this a 3D arena fighter? No, it's a 2D fighter. Oh, interesting. Mm, with 3D characters. Oh, weird. What, so it's like a street fighter? Yeah. Ha. Huh. I was not um, expecting that. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like a Street Fighter. Okay, nice, cool. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I've no idea if it'll be any good or not. Uh, I just have to find out. It. Yeah, I think Dragon Ball Z games are generally kind of fun. <laughs> That's all we ask for here. <laughs> On time played three H R. Um, do you wanna? Lead us out of our 170-something episode. Third. Yes, I do. Well, that was a rip-roaring good time. Thank you, Lockie, for joining so this me. Is, this is 175. Oh. Well, on my podcast app, it says we've done 173, so this would be the f- 174th. Uh. Well. Welp. Something's um, amiss. So I hope you enjoyed that. I certainly did. Um, if you want to find out more about us, God, there's so much to find out. Like, oh, <laughs> brimming, brimming. Our, our online personas are bustling. Uh, you Persona. can, you can, uh, get in touch with us or just generally consume our video game opinions on, uh, Instagram and Twitter at timeplay3hr. And if you wanted to send us an email, you could do that at timeplay3hr at gmail.com. We go up on Mondays on basically every platform. Um, uh, Our goatee app is coming up, Lockie. Um, I don't know. Yeah. We've got to stop thinking about it. I think I probably need to go back and listen to last year's app just to remember some of the sort of hiccups we had. In terms of organizational stuff. Uh, um, this year is just so much more stacked than last year, honestly. Yeah. yeah. So much more stacked. There's, I feel like we played a lot of good games this year. I think we just oh. need to, I think we need to probably just write some rules down this time. Because I think last time it was a little, I think we need to redefine what our goatee is. What, what, what answers No, that I don't question. think we do. I think it's a really good setup as is. I think you and I are doing entirely different lists. <laughs> well, I, I think I, I base it on the enjoyment of, I get of the game, uh, in the three hours played. Yeah. And also 
how much that game sort of sticks with me in my memories um, from my mm. time from my time had. I think I base it based on the game I was most glad you recommended to me this year. I think that's the statement that I'm going with. Really, though? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you look at your games that you've selected in the past, mm-hmm. that's things like often ones you wouldn't expect you to say that you were glad you were recommended me. That Sorry. Games that... <laughs> you... <laughs> sorry? <laughs> games that... Y- games... A lot of the ones that you've uh, put forward uh-huh. as some of your favorites are games that you wouldn't necessarily have expected to have liked. No, and that's why I was glad I got to play them, I guess. Yeah. Like, I, okay. The value for 3HR for me is of playing stuff that I wasn't expecting to enjoy and enjoying it in some sure. interesting way. Okay. Okay, well, we can figure this out. Yeah, maybe off air. Sure. Um, I think that's everything. Lucky, you got anything? Um, no, I have nothing. Oh. That's not a bad thing. <laughs> okay. I've, uh, made good progress on my new TV stand. Oh, yeah. What's, um, how are we looking? We got, we got... Yeah, we're looking. We're looking? Um, we're looking. I just need to buy some felt and some screws and some stuff. What's the felt for? put on the legs... I got these legs, and they were all meant to be the same size, but they use, like, metal pipes that haven't all been tapped correctly. Okay. Uh, So some of them are, like, half a centimeter bigger than the other ones. So I'm going to put the felt in between the wood and the legs uh, to, one, act as a bit of a, you know, protection thing, and, two, to level out some differences. What's the um, timeline on this bad boy? Uh, whenever I get the felt done, really. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I can do it in... I could finish it tomorrow if I went all out tomorrow. Do but it. No, because I've got to get to B&Q and stuff. And... <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll send you a picture. Nice. Boom. That gives you kind of a rough idea of... it. It's that, and then legs underneath that. Oh, it's looking good. Yeah. Um, so I'll uh, be able to play some games on that soon. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Get your, get your PS5 on the bottom shelf. <laughs> it would not fit. <laughs> <laughs> it would honestly not fit. It would have to be on the floor next to it. Yes. This is a PS5 that I don't have, by the way, for anyone listening. One day, Lucky. Yeah, but exactly that one day. One day in 2021. Nice. Um, cool. cool. I'll speak to you next week then. Cool. All right. See ya. Au revoir.